And right now I got my special guest. We back at it. We trying to we got everything locked and loaded with our uh 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 Zuckerberg, you know, taking us down. He he's literally he literally had the whole episode like wiped out it froze that one whole one we had a really good one man we were talking about inside job and stuff and i was like we got to bring you back if you don't know that's uh, uh i don't know if you've released this song yet i don't know uh if it's out but this is van tesla fluoride right this this is this hot man i like this shit like i like how you mix like i said like like a newer age but with like nothing but truth bombs man dropping and mm-hmm. and it, you're being funny in it too you know what i mean yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's actually on uh, my last EP. Well, my current EP, uh, um, the Great Reject. So, um, I got that track with myself and Quan and uh, D Grand. Um, they're both out of the A. So, I'm originally from Georgia, but I live up in Cincinnati now. So, um, we did that track together. Quan and I have been doing the Van Tesla movement since like the first of this year. So, plenty of music out there. We started with the Van Tesla album. And then we broke out into Van Tesla Double Dose, which is an EP. Um, I hit Philly, and I started. We started hitting the uh, podcast circuits, and really just starting to get the truth out there with uh, music. So, I mean, I I think you're right. I think there's a way to connect with people, um, even on a uh, scale that's uh, modern and that connects in that realm too. I, I guess for me, it's like, look. I'm going to make hot music, but I'm still going to like speak what I'm going to speak to at the same time. And honestly, man, if anybody is a true hip hop head, they knew that's what hip hop was built on in yep. the first place. I mean, you look at all the cats like Big Boy and you look at like Goody Mob and like all these guys that came up, like they were speaking truth back then. Like if you ever listen to all their stuff, I mean, Busta Rhymes, man, a lot of these guys. And they're coming back around now speaking well, the truth. Yeah, even with, uh, well, before we <laughs> jump into that, uh, where can everybody find your stuff at though? Like what on Apple, Spotify, right? They could just follow you, Van Tesla. Apple, Apple, Spotify. If you follow my Instagram now, you can catch my link tree. It's got everything on there. Um, We've got, I mean, I've, it's a wealth of music, so it's a lot. So Spotify, Apple is probably going to be the two that most people generate to, but it's on every streaming service, so you can get to everything. Um, YouTube's, uh, we've got uh, lyric videos coming now. Music videos are going to start pumping uh, first of next year, which is going to be cool. Um, uh, we got a lot coming together right now, so... Uh, got uh, like a lot, so yeah. we, we got a lot of going on. Yeah, so, so you yeah. guys got got a lot of work, a lot a, a lot of uh, good songs on there, man. Like that, I'm glad we were able to connect because I like what you guys are doing. I like the music. That's what uh, because I've done music my whole life as well. So like, I mean, I've always had truth in like you know I say whatever I want, and but right. now like I think all of us, it's like uh, come to a point, a pinnacle to where we're like, man, we can't even hold back at all. We got to tell like completely what we think. Like not saying it would be the solution but it, it people need to feel empowered to speak uh right. what's real what's really going on not like oh, i don't oh, maybe that's conspiracy i don't want to talk about it just talk about it discuss have discussions and keep keep opening and like we were saying last night planting those seeds just planting little right. seeds here and there so someone could go search for it later they go man what right. are you talking about fluoride for right why is it called fluoride right. they can look into a fluoride you know and fluoride in the water and stuff like that so i think those little seeds are great to be right. planted in music yeah, and if anybody like that's been following the movement since the first year, I see a few people jumping in now that have. Um, they know, man, like I don't hold back, Quan doesn't hold back. Matter of fact, a lot of times we record songs, Quan will come to me later and say, 
man, I just knew you were going to say something crazy. Like, I knew it was coming. Because, I mean, I go there. I talk about adrenochrome or whatever. Yeah. Like, I go nuts with it. Because at the end of the day, man, like, what's holding us back? Like, real real hip-hop. Like, I grew up on hip-hop. And, like, real hip-hop, man, folks didn't hold back. They, they said what they wanted to say. They said what they felt. And that's what people, like, gravitated to. Because when you looked at anti-government, anti-system, man, that's really what the basis of hip-hop was built on. And now, man, it's just so systemized and so, like, you know, What's, it's so bought and paid for now. I mean, look. Like, well, at least you used to have the underground world, right? Like, you know, you right. had, like, Mortal Techniques. And, like, I even, like, took a shot on a Mortal Technique a little bit on um, my new EP that I dropped, Dystopia in Paradise. I just, because, like... He's always pushing all this revolution, this revolution, that. But like, he's complying with the mask. He's complying with te- like you know vaccines. He was there at the nine eleven inside job. So it it has been disappointing to like. I understand like the mainstream part where like, hey, that's big bucks. But I'm talking about like the you know the independent artists and the they were too scared to speak up because they felt like they would either lose their audience or they, you Bro. know lose their pay somehow. But like, at some point, it's not like you're huge in the industry anyways right you, you know you should cater to your fans and the, and the things you've been saying like Vinny Paz you know what I mean Vinny Paz has has I mean he's been uh vocal about not liking Trump but in the past he's talked about how it's the same bird you know what I mean this two wing same bird but then it's like Trump came in and this weird like uh hypnosis came over people you either loved him or you absolutely hated him and then there was the small patch of people that were just kind of in the middle like hey it's like to us, it's same old, same old. You know what I mean? It's right. not. It's same old, same old. Nothing's really different. It's just a new face and a new game they're trying to play, but it's the same game. Uh, a new version of the game, but it's the same game. And it was disappointing to me big time to see uh, some of the big, bigger artists that weren't speaking out. But it was nice, you know, to see Big Boy. He's still out there speaking. Um, Psycho Less from Beat Nuts. He had a good song, and he said a couple things about, you know, a couple lines in there. And there's Yo, a couple. Busta Rhymes has been going eight. Yes. Well, if you heard his latest album at the end, the end track, I would suggest everybody listen to it. At that end track, he talks a lot about the Masonic and the rituals and uh, and all that. Satanic, if I'm mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, yet. I think so. Yep. And 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 it's like a, a hidden track. You know, it's like after the outro. He drops a lot of truth in that, and I think there is yeah. like you know when people always go like, well, maybe they're controlled opposition. I go, you know, maybe maybe these people are, but we can't worry about that information is information don't don't follow them don't idolize them but get some of that information and they may have been controlled opposition opposition but at some point they may want to be like i'm fighting for freedom you know what i mean but to me if you and and listen like i'm with you on that point because here's here's the key too like um if you get too caught up in like the uh the okay i call it like the mind the mind trappings right you get caught up in your own mind a lot of times and people will outthink themselves so what they end up doing is they they won't take truth from where it's coming from because they're like so consumed with like everything's a controlled opposition everything's a psyop when you do that man first you you're never going to enjoy life like you're never going to and you're just going to rack your brains to the point to where you probably are going to go crazy and number two like always stay aware and open and i think you said the perfect the perfect phrase man don't idolize people like when you don't idolize someone you can take them for like who they are like you could take them for what they said and be like you know what on on what i can see on the face value i can appreciate this person um i'll tell you a a, a artist that is very controversial in the sense of how people take him but he does say a lot of good things and again it's not everybody's favorite artist he's very controversial um, is uh, Tom McDonald. He's one of those yeah. guys that's like, 
I know he's like I said, it, it's a, it's one of those things that you really liked him or you don't. And, and, and I get it. Like everybody's got their own style of music and what they like and, and music subjective. Sure, right? sure. But I can say, and, and yeah, and there's people that come out and say like, he's controlled opposition. He's this and that. And I can get the points. The problem I have, me personally, because I'm like I'm not right. a big fan of that dude. Right. Like music wise, of course, like that's just not my cup of tea, right? Like that's right. something I wouldn't listen to. But on the other hand, the thing that I have a problem with some of these other rappers, and I understand maybe they I have to fall back sometimes because maybe they don't think the way I think, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But to me, when you're still pushing one team, right? Like when you're talking about conservatives or you're talking about team white or you're talking about team black or you're talking about team blue or team red, right? If you're constantly, like, to me, like, pointing out, like, little things that are already obvious that we know, like, you know, brainwashing and all the things. But maybe it's also to me, like, that's why I say I have to fall back sometimes because just because I'm already aware of that and I know that maybe it's not as simple for everybody. But to me, it's like he's pointing out the obvious and, like, his girlfriend and, like, they have a lot of Masonic roots and, like, just, like, just digging into him. It's just it's kind of just awkward, like. Because he says he's an independent artist. Like, look how long it took Tech 9 to really get that plateau of having these. I know music videos are not as expensive as they are, but his are pretty big budgets. You know what I mean? Those are big budgets. For an independent artist, where are you getting that money from? You know what I mean? And now it's possibly from his girlfriend because she had somewhat of a record deal. And I don't know what she was signed for, what kind of bonuses. But I'm just saying, like, as an independent artist myself, it's not as easy to just go out there and like, yeah, you can pay for a $500 video, but you're going to get a $500 video. It would be good shot, but to get the props you need, the different effects, that's expensive. You're talking right. like five grand, 10 grand sometimes. Now I know right. they're at investments and maybe he is a hustler. Like I don't know the person myself. I'm just saying what I see. And to me, I just see him pushing a one-sided agenda and I don't see him really speaking as much truth as as many songs as he has. Like he dances around like issues. Like, you know, he kind of talked about cloning a little bit and how like, you know, rappers are cloned. But then he falls back and he falls back onto like how, you know, white people are being attacked. And and I think when we focus on that, it's the same game, but on the opposite side, right? right? Like we're still playing inside their game. And I don't, and me personally, I don't like that. Yeah. See, and, and, and I'm, I'm a little different than you. Cause I actually, I dig him. So like, there's some stuff that I dig. I get where you go though. I get where you're going with it. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think he, and again, we don't know the guy. So, like, from my perspective... Same with mine, though, he, too. I don't know him, so, like, you right. know... I think he dances a lot because he doesn't try to pick sides, and I think he's pretty adamant, because I've heard some guys that are far right that are rappers that don't like him. So, like, I think he kind of falls in that weird, like, place of, you know, of that. And then, too, like, I, I get the Masonic thing, but, like, if anybody follows me and knows, like, I'm I'm an ex-Freemason, so, like, I've... I've been down that road. Like I, you know, like you go to the podcast where I talk about my life and everything yeah. like where I went to, like I wanted all that. And I had, oppor- you know, had the opportunities, you know what I mean? Like, and things that came along and, 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 and took me out of that path, which I think there was a lot of people involved that were looking out for me from a spiritual level. And I think that that was something that took me out of that, that point of my life. You know what I mean? Because I could have gone down a, a dark road for sure. And I think, you know, I was very aware, you know, I try to tell people I was very aware from the opposite spectrum. Like I, I know like things that go on and, yeah. and I know how things operate, like how they go, how they, how they build. I mean, at the end of the day, like I was, I was never like, you know, some high up Freemason, but I was in there enough. Like I understood how it operated. I know yeah. what goes on and I had the opportunities. I could have gone where I wanted to go with it. 
Um, but again, it, it essentially is selling your soul, like to a point. And I think like the path I was on, that's what I wanted, you know, cause I think I realized from early on, like with hip hop after a while, like it ain't just about like skill and talent and all that to get to a certain place. Yeah. Like you kind of got to get to a point to where you're willing to go down certain roads. And, and I was at the time. Um, but it's funny, like how life works. And I, I really, you know, had stepped away from it and it wasn't really because like I was trying to step away from it. It was like life maybe step away. Yeah, it got in the way. I moving and I wasn't like with my lodge anymore and like all this stuff happened. And then I started like with everything going on with the pandemic and everything, man, like I really just started tapping into a different space, man, spiritually, like just opening my mind to like what was going on around me and being like, you know, like if I was willing to do this, like what would happen if like I like stood up for like people and didn't think about things in the same way of like trying to use people, trying yeah. to, trying to go down that road. So like for me, like that was big. And then I started thinking about it in a different way. Like, man, like I can use my talent to reach people and connect with people and, you know, be able to do that. And then like Quan was like going down the same path. Like he was like in a weird space too, where he was like waking up like big time. And like, he and I just like, really came together with this whole like Van Tesla movement and then things started really like coming together and then other people started like connecting with this and realizing you know where we were at with it and I think for me it's kind of cool being able to speak from a space of like man I know about these roads like yeah like I've been from on that person side experience yeah like right. to, yeah for sure that's definitely and, an important and, role and for me to be able to like look at that and be like you know I don't want that anymore like that's not something that really i would want for like people around me like because eventually man because when i was in that space I, you know man you're willing to like do whatever like pretty much like i mean there's certain levels obviously sure. but they know they know they know the trigger points of what you know it ain't everybody bending over getting their their cheeks clapped yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you got other stuff that, that they're gonna come with the different people you know what i mean Everybody's well it's building up it, like the the i'm from the outside looking in they they present it as like you know it's a building like it's a network it's a network of people right. that can get you into places get you opportunities because they've it's like a club all over the you know the world where you can go like hey I know a guy that it's like being in a fraternity you know what I mean same kind of deal it's the world's biggest fraternity man exactly and, and I mean I, I I used to wear the ring so like that got me just yeah Thanks, probably man like <laughs> yeah. thinking about it bro like you'd be someplace and then like something would go down and then like. Uh, that you know they might see it just through the ring on you you know what i mean like i guess i was given it by one of the brothers and like people would see it and you would get things for it i mean it's just kind of like and that part of it i would say this 95 percent of the people in there man don't really know what's going on yeah and i can tell you that from, from just personal experience man a lot of them are really good people so like i think people get so caught up with like the the uh, the allure of like freemasonry but they really don't understand like at the at the core like well, in yeah, the core I mean, to it's, me, it's 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 the elite. It's the elitism. Like yeah, like elitism. whether you talk about like you know Freemasons, Illuminati, or any any secret right. society, the core of it is the elitists that are controlling it. Like yeah, right. there's they they'll allow people to be in it, and then you're exactly yeah, right. I know fine. I've met a tons of free Freemasons, yeah. and like they're like carpenters or just regular Joes. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? That they, they did use the network to get like you know hey yeah they helped me. But that's the lure, and then you go through more steps and more steps of like how much trust, because it's a lot about trust and secrecy. Because my grandpa a was a thirty-three degree mason, I barely found that, I barely learned that right. like not too long ago. 
But when he passed away, I have one of his books, but I have it in my storage in California. Yeah. And I and when I got it, like it was a bunch of symbols. Like there's no way you would have to decode it. So I do want to get it back eventually and like kind of right. like see if I could decode it. But yeah, yeah. That, it's not like everything's painted. It's the same thing with the music industry. Like everybody's considered satanic. Everybody's considered um like at a certain and, and I do agree that there's a level of that, that there is Satanists, there is people practicing this in the music industry. Sure. There is definitely codes like right there, like flow three thirty-three, man. You see the thirty-three right. everywhere, right? Like you see right. the thirty-three degrees, like you know a news report, how many times you can Google plenty of news reports, thirty-three percent, thirty-three died, thirty-three this, mm-hmm. thirty-three victims, like and usually that's a call tag of hey, something's going on, right? And I think that since we're kind of pushing on like some of the like satanic stuff, like I'm sure you've seen what happened over the weekend with the whole Astro Fest, and there's like tons of videos on TikTok that um everybody's seen, and yeah. you know Travis Scott himself, you know like has like a persona that um see I didn't know too much about Travis Scott because I'm not I mean I know of him but I'm not um a fan I don't really listen to it. I know a couple of his songs that came out. Right. But like digging more and just looking through all the stuff, it seems that he was he's kind of a shitty person to like uh to deal with. So what was your uh uh reaction to what all went down last weekend? Do you think that it was like a ritual or do you think that it was just uh pack them in and who gives a fuck what happens? Um well for first I'm gonna say I probably was one of the few people that wasn't even shocked by the whole situation at all. Like Man, like if you ain't following like what's going on in the music and entertainment and world in general, and you don't see like what these people are doing, like it, it, nothing should shock you anymore. Like yeah, it really yes. shouldn't. I mean, yes. Number two, like is it a ritual? Yeah, man. Obviously, I mean, it, it was so it, it. It's just little simple stuff that really you don't have to look that hard. The upside down cross stage, like you've got you know the phoenix that was burning behind him, the shirt he was wearing with like the blue people going through the door and they come out the door with horns and like, you know, everybody wants to talk about this whole thing. Like it's uh it's art, right? Like that's, that's their biggest like way to cover it up. Everything's art. Lil Nas X is art. They're all art, but like there's one centralized theme with them. It's all Luciferianism. It's all, it's all Satanism. And that's what they do. They do it. as like a fun thing because kids, kids like, kids like to be rebellious right so that's just normal that's part of like growing up and it's what what it is so if you feel like you're doing something that people don't like um then you're gonna do it right so like anytime like Lil Nas X comes out and he's like oh I hate uh religion that's why I'm doing this it has nothing to do with Satan or whatever man so they feed into it but then they don't realize in the video there's like satanic like symbolism on the tree there's like all this stuff and the same thing with, with with Travis Scott he's been doing this for a long time but you gotta look at also, look at the company he keeps, man. Like, look who he rolls with. Like, look who look who he had kid with. Like, look at all these people. I mean, you're looking at, like, and I know this is controversial for people, but, like, Kanye's probably one of the biggest deceivers of all time. He's oh, I agree like, with you. Like, he's got people literally believing that he's putting out Christian music, bro. And I'm sitting here like, bro, he's sitting here doing a Sunday service on Halloween with with Marilyn Manson, who's masked up. And we're not talking about masked up because of COVID. You yeah. know, he's looking like he is. This dude's on a whole nother level. And then you got Justin Bieber sitting over there with him. And they are literally like, I mean, dude, and the stuff he does is like a whole, It's he's a false prophet. Like, when people need to realize, like, what he, well, like, really is doing. He's and I agree, because have you seen the, the Noriega Drink Champs? Did you see that interview that he had? On no, Noriega? I haven't seen that one. Okay, so, like... 
this is what's interesting. He called a lot of people out. He called his his usual. He's coming back to his interview controversy. Remember, he went on that reign for a while, like where he was doing interviews and there was all kinds of controversy every time he'd go on. He said yeah. the worst thing he ever did was sign Big Sean. He said that uh, Just Blaze copied his style. He said all this stuff. But one of the key things, and he was talking a little bit about population control and stuff like that. But one of the key things that I that stuck with me that constantly is why I don't, and, and I'm like, that's exactly why I don't trust Kanye. They're talking about a versus, right? Oh, who could mm-hmm. you do a versus battle with? You know, would it be Drake? He'd be like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I need a weak versus battle because, you know, I do all this, you know, patting himself on the back. And they said, what about Jay-Z? And he goes, oh, no, that's my boss. I couldn't do that. That struck me kind of funny because, like, we all know about Jay-Z. And as soon as he brought up Jay-Z, he just said, that's my boss. That's it. Subject's over with. We're not even talking about Jay-Z anymore. Like, he would, like you would think if, like, it was somebody you actually even respected a lot, like, you would be like, you know, nah, Jay... You know, he he took me under his wing. He's like a brother to me. No, he just said that's my boss, and that was it. And I thought I found that very telling. First off, when he came out with this last album, see again, man. I always look at the company you keep. It's not about what you're saying. I look at the company you keep, and I look at your actions. Like you could say whatever you want to, man, but if your actions are proven different than what's coming out of your mouth and who you're hanging around, it, it's like uh, it's like Chadal, right? So. Chudow, most of his inner circle has been popped for like pedophilia, right? Yep. So, so, but he hasn't. So magically, he's not one. But everybody, but around everybody him else is. was not just one right. person. <laughs> like everybody, yeah. and that's been caught. That's the best part. So it's not like we're guessing. It's not guesswork, right? Yeah. So that's just an example of kind of how things go down. So when you look at Kanye and he's talking about God and Jesus and he's doing this whole Sunday service, but yet he still has these people around him. I looked at his album. I looked at who was on the album. I'm like, bro, this is like the most satanic like crew that could ever be on his album. He's got Marilyn Manson help ex executive produce it. You're going to tell me Marilyn Manson, who's been, we're talking like, wrapped up in controversy bro for a long time like this dude's and he's a sa- he's a satanic priestess like he's like i know like, but look <laughs> at the people he's hanging around too it's the same it, no no that all, i'm right. with you i think like like it's a it's a phony like i think it's a bunch of a crock of shit and right. to go back to like the travis scott stuff what you were saying like i thought out of all this like i mean i dabble in everything right i try my best to toe the line try to be uh, as logical as possible of what I could prove, but I I, I dabble in everything. I, I talk about anything, but this one I felt like most of the time people could like kind of like they had to reach for stuff like, hey, you know, if you look at this sign, like every single thing was like, man, like it was like right in your face. It was not yeah. even like there was a portal opening. There was people at the top, like they had these like I think it was like holographic, like um, looking like I guess that's what his album cover. And his al- album is called Utopia, and then he has a mixtape called something about dystopia, what, which kind of pisses me off because mine is dystopian. So like, like I was right. like this motherfucker, <laughs> but like, no, but um, you see these like looking like souls walking on top of like what is the portal, and yeah, like they could say like because you know there's that one video going around where he's kind of like this looking like in a daze, kind of just like auto tune singing. And there's like a dead body. Now we can speculate. We don't know how much he could see that, but we know for a fact that some of his management or some someone from his team, two people came on stage and told him something. He's like, nah, nah. So they didn't just come on stage like, hey, great show, bud. Keep it up. You know what I mean? They don't right. do that shit. So they came and go, hey, something's up. Something's wrong. So to say that he didn't know is bullshit. And then his half-ass apology, which is not even apology, but 
And you know that someone's like lying when they're constant. He kept doing this, like, oh, you know, rubbing his head. And I was like, yeah. you could tell he's he's lying. He he has nothing really F to say. So I was like, again, conspiracy theorists like fucking shooting 100%, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people have been calling, right. like, Isaac Weishaupt has been calling out Travis Scott forever. You know what I mean? Forever. Like, and he killed it too, man. And oh, yeah. Whole, like, thing. He killed it. I, I'm not even lie to you on that, man. Yeah, he I, he uh, set it up good, and I like his perspective he, because he did like a whole thing with uh, Mr. Gates, uh, just like a day ago, yesterday or something. They did a whole like thing about. Oh, I didn't it. see that one. Um, yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm pretty cool with Gates, so uh, he's he uh, he's always got some good good shit to say too, man. Dude, that dude's crazy. Yeah. I love his stuff too. But uh, he and Weisshop have been like tight for a long time, and um, they did something yesterday about about that. Uh, whole thing and man i'm telling you like wasop he goes deep because he'll like break down like every little thing like stuff you're not even seeing a lot of times and but, i like um, that yeah. he's fair though because like he yes. doesn't just go and go oh it's definitely this he goes look man this is what i see out of it but this one it was like man like people were even people were like man it felt like hell man it felt right. demonic if like before even people that were actually there you know what I mean? Right. Like, that was the first reaction. Like, people were getting re instant reactions, putting on their phone. That's the first emotion you feel. And they were like, I felt like... People were even saying, like, man, I feel like I need to go to church. I feel like I need to find God, right. which is a good thing for them. But what what is crazy, like, I've never been to a show. And I went to crazy shows. Like, I was at a Rage Against the Machine show where everybody yeah. was pushing. And it was crazy. And it was out of control. But it was fun, right? But right. nobody nobody ended up dying in that, uh, fortunately. Right. Uh, everybody was good. But... In this case, like people were just like that's why a lot of people were saying there was more than eight people dead. They were saying there was hundreds of people because there was so many people like uh, like unconscious on the floor, like that, like all those injuries weren't just like oh I scraped my knee. Like people were mm -hmm. passed out unconscious, and then they had that whole getting ejected by a needle, little uh, false flag kind of like kind of Vegas Not style no. shooting <laughs> style thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and what's crazy is too um, when there were moments where people were crying out for help and it was clear right because it wasn't like you could hear it where there was a the silence and it wasn't anybody chanting his name or anything there was people crying out for help where and he would lift his head up bro and it was just like a like a whole another entity was in them like it didn't even look like him yeah. and he would have this like almost like devilish look like he was feeding off the energy of the crowd man like in a bad way like he was feeding off a different type of energy so i mean again man that's what these guys do to get to these type of levels, like you have to sell your soul. Like, and there's several ways that, you know, that they present to you to do that. But I mean, at the end of the day, like these guys are, they're bought and paid for. I mean, they, they wanted to get to a certain level and they're willing to do it. And some of them are industry plants. They were already like brought up in it. Like I, I wholly believe Lil Nas X was an industry plant. Oh, for sure. You no, know, he wasn't some meme dude that was making memes and all that stuff. Yeah. They had this planned out from the get go how they were rolling with him. So it's just, there's guys that are, and then there's guys that are really talented that they spot out and they know like they're going to go to, um, and some guys build stuff themselves and then that's how they get noticed. And it's like, okay, we're the gatekeepers. If you want to get, you can stay here, but if you want to get to here, yep. then you're going to have to like play ball. And by playing ball, it's like whatever they offer to play ball. And then a lot of it's blackmail too, man. They need to have some sort of blackmail on you so they can keep you in that like realm of like whatever. Cause a lot of these guys want to get out, man. Once they get in and they've been in for a while, man. But then there's some like, to me, like Travis Scott, like I think he embraces it. Like just hearing all the stories, oh, yeah. like 
his manager was exposing him. And I think he had an article a long time ago. His manager was saying that his old manager talked about how they got him in the game. They just used a bunch of bots to get him more Twitter followers, to pump up his numbers. Right. That's got him pushed aside. He said that one time they were at some studio and his manager at the time was epilepsy. He had epilepsy. Epilepsy. Eh, I can't even say that word. But he was epilepsy. having seizures. And um, he had a seizure, and they just left him. Like, he just was like, oh, <laughs> fuck that. Like, I'm out. Like, fuck this fool. And then, like, you know, Travis Scott is not some gangster fool. He's some nerd that just, like, lived in, like, you know, he was, like, in it. Like, not saying that's bad or anything. Like, you know what I mean? No. But he's not that this. He portrays this. That's why he's one of those weird people that flips. That's why he's like, hey, guys. Like, if you ever hear him, he's so calm, timid. And then he gets on that stage, and that's when they talk about, like, that's the entity. You know what I mean? Like, if you've seen that other show, he stopped the show because some fan grabbed his shoe. And he, like, started, like, fuck this guy up, fuck this guy up, and throwing the shoe at him, kick, like, all this shit up. But you could stop it for that. You know what I mean? So it's not like you can't, like, you've seen something going on. It was obvious. And you could obviously see that, like, cart with the flashing lights. There's no way you couldn't see that. And when your boys come up to you in the middle of a show, I'm sure they don't come up to you all the time, especially right. when knowing how he's one of those superstars that goes like, oh, man, don't fuck with me. Because i seen another one where he was on Summer Jam and some photographers got on stage and he goes, get the fuck off the stage, man. Da, da, da. Like, like he's just one of those prima donna fools. And I think right. those are the dangerous people. Because they're willing to do whatever. They don't care. They don't care about, like, they don't want to get out. And they they don't ever want to leave. You know what I mean? They want more and right. more power. They want how much more energy can I suck up out of them. And like you said, the family, the Kardashians. It was fucking uh, uh, the mom's birthday. And, she, you know, she's good friends with Marina Abramovich. You know what I mean? A known oh, Satanist. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, it all these connections. It was just really weird. Like, all I mean, the symbolism. Just been in, like, so connected, like, worldwide with oh, yeah. with. Everything from politicians to elites to celebrities. I mean, she's, I mean, she's been tight with Lady Gaga for a long mm-hmm. time. I mean, she's just involved with all that, man, and like all that spirit cooking and all that, man. Like she's been doing that. Like, and that's the funny thing. It's, it, it's so funny how they they hide under this guise of like art, right? Yeah. So she can do these like art shows where it's like, oh, we're not really eating people. It's but like, it just looks exactly like them, and we're cutting it's into exactly them. <laughs> like people. And then it's like, hey, what happens when the cameras are off? You know what I mean? That's exactly. when I start like questioning like what's really going on, and you start going down those roads. I mean, listen, a lot of people, and even people that said they wouldn't or say they wouldn't would sell their souls if they were given an opportunity. And, and, and that, that's the thing that I know just from personal experience, like going down different roads and, and dealing with entities and a lot of things, man, I know these entities exist, bro. Like I know, I yeah. talked to them. So like at the end of the day, like when I was going down that road there, you, you get caught in these, in, in this crazy, like it, it's, it's alluring. And I'm going to tell you why it's alluring because you feel like you're tapping into something nobody else can get to. And and it isn't, it's an elite mentality. Like you, you feel like you're transcending while everyone else is just here. And, and for me, I had, for me, it was, it was, it was awesome for me to change my mind on how I thought about people. Cause really why I wanted to go down that path one, you know, uh, the obvious reasons, money and fame. Yeah. But another one of the reasons was really, man, I hated people because they're so stupid. So yeah. like for me, it was like it was tough, bro. Like I would sit there and I would see these sheep, man. And I was like, you know what? I want to be the person like telling these sheep what to do. Like, yeah. because like to me, it was like frustrating because it's like, how can you not see how how can you be so blind? But then as I went down these different paths and, and I started like, you know, really 
understanding myself and the things I needed to work on, right? Because that's that's where it starts. It sure. starts with like yourself and inner reflecting and, and seeing like, you know what, like I'm a messed up individual. Like I need I need to see like what I'm not seeing here. And then I started looking at it like, man, sheep aren't bad people. Like they just don't know. They don't understand. And and I don't need to hate them for that. And you don't know why they don't understand. You, you don't, don't know, know you why. don't know what what disconnect whether it was they're raised how they were raised or right. one certain event has caused them because like like i i tell people like for instance like uh people that get triggered right i'm like it's mm-hmm. not my job to worry about your triggers it's my yeah. job to work on my triggers right mm-hmm. that doesn't mean now i still should come with everything with respect but the problem is a lot of people haven't been taught with about respect anymore right respect right. is not an important Quality, just as loyalty is not as much anymore. Those are the two qualities that I was raised upon and hard work, those three things. Right. And I think that people feel like, well, you got to work on, you know, you got to make sure you don't trigger me. And I'm like, that's not how it works. And the same thing is it's not our job to, and then you're probably finding this out more now, like you're saying, like, it's not your job to teach everybody. You know what I mean? It's not your job to get through to everybody. You could plant seeds. Sometimes you water them, they grow. Sometimes nothing happens and you just got to keep pushing and you can't. That's one thing like my problem is, is I hold on too long to people too because I want to get them. I want to help them like, but right. we got to know that we can't help everybody and, right. and, and you got to get through and, and, and that doesn't mean they're bad people. It just mm-hmm. means that for some for some odd reason, that's their role that they're supposed to play. They're right. not. They're just a pawn and, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that they've chosen or the path that they've walked has led them down to a road where they can't do anything else and they won't stand up for themselves. So right. people like us have to take it upon ourselves to do even more and, and do what we can. And we don't have to expect to conquer the world overnight, but each day we take a new step. We, right. we take another step, another step. And then we, you know, we planted some seeds that grow and now we have some people to walk with and then they get more people to walk with. And, and, and right. over time, and I think the problem is, is how we've grown and they have so much of this like, even me, like, you know, like, I grew up in the 80s and then the 90s. Like, I was born an 80s baby, you know, grew up in the 90s. And as I've gotten older, we've gotten more and more, like, that instant gratification, you know? Like, everything has to be, like, I even get into those habits. I'm like, oh, man, it's fucking Uber, man. Seven minutes? Man, you never had an Uber right. before, man. You know what I mean? There wasn't even an option. You had to drive your car. If you were drunk, you were, you know what I mean? Like, you were playing, like, the, the game of hope I don't get caught. And as we get more convenience, like, we want more convenience. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I think that's our job, to, like you said, is to build ourselves up. Right. And I think what I had to learn was going from this mentality of wanting to use people and step over people to get to a certain level of where I wanted to be at. Again, it wasn't just about the money and fame. A lot of it was really I wanted to Like the recognition, though, too. You want recognition. So I think of it like when you're saying that, like I think of it a different way. And I'm not saying you thought this way, but this is mm-hmm. what I think we're bred like that. Like just think about like sports and stuff, right? Do whatever mm-hmm. it takes. Get, spend eight hours in the gym. I mean, 10 hours right. in the gym a day. Don't see your family. Make these sacrifices. So it's almost like you're making sacrifices. And these people are just kind of in your way. You're not like you're just not looking them as people, not intentionally like to be. Right. But because it's getting in the way of your goal. So you were just getting super focused without but not having that human touch now you're getting that focus with like okay i get it humans get like where they can help like other people because there is contributing parts that do make all these things work nobody gets famous or even big in any any industry without any some kind of help and whether that's a good circle of family and friends that help us or other people that then we owe 
And I think for me, man, was like I had to learn how to like at the at the at the base level, like love people, like for just being people, because it's tough. Like, again, like I, I went from like, man, I would look at sheep and I hated that mentality. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to control them. I'm going to get what I want to get out of it. I'll step over them. I'll I'll be in this level, whatever. And I'll do whatever it takes to get there. I'll step on whoever. And then I started realizing that that's not really what I wanted. Because, one, that's going to leave you empty inside at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Travis Scott, whatever. These dudes are going to be empty, bro. And they're going to be left with nothing, bro. And that's what's going to happen. Like, they, they may have what you consider success and fame and all this stuff. But is it really going to be at the end of the day, at the end of time? Is that going to be really, like, is that going to be is that going to be good for them? Are, are they? Is it going to pay off in a way that they think it is. It's not. So yeah. I can tell you that already. It, I mean, selling your soul, selling your soul for a reason. You sell your soul, there's going to be a payment for that, bro. Exactly. <laughs> it and is. it's not the payment you expect. <laughs> no. Like, you no. know, like it's not this. That's the thing that I think people get misunderstood is that, yeah, you're going to owe a favor. It's like owing the mafia. Like, oh, we're going to cash this in. And it's not going to be the favor you think it's going to be. It's going to be the one that compromises you, the one that's going to put you in a position where it's something you don't want to lose. It's not going to just be like, well, if you don't care about your life, then why do they want your life? They right. want what you care about, and they're going to find, because eventually, as hard as a heart can be, as cold as someone could be, there's something and someone that they care about, and that's what they come after. And they, and you see that, and that's when they break people, and then they got you. You know what I mean? They got you even more. So you, well, you, look at, you look at Kanye, bro. Like I feel like, and this is just me from the outside, and again, I don't know people. So, yeah. again, like I'm... I know that he's bought and paid for. He is controlled opposition to the fullest. Like, I know how he rolls. But at the end of the day, I do feel like a lot of it's a cry for help, the stuff he does, too, because I feel like there is a piece of him that hates what he's done. Like, you can tell. Like, you know, everybody always has said that he, you know, he sacrificed his mom to get where he got to. I mean, that's a pretty known thing that's rolled around in conspiracy circles. But, like, I mean, think about it. He, he he like it's like he owes everything to her where he even names an album after her and yeah. it's not in the way that's like i'm honoring her it's like yeah i listen to some of that album man like it's almost it's like it really is man and it's like all this chanting yeah. and like constant mantras and all that stuff is 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 built on how the mind works so like when you make music um in a certain way you can control the mind you can hypnotize the mind with how you make music right so you got all these people that are, like, feeding into this guy, like, oh, this guy's a Christian, he's, like, whatever, and, like, you're not even looking at the crew he's rolling with and, like, what he's doing. Like, that first track, that done, that done. Oh, that my done, God. Done. I had to turn it off, man. Yeah. I felt like something was speaking to me that I didn't want to Yeah, like, not to, not something that you wanted to speak to. But also, he's in that uh, Drink Champs uh, interview, he also said another thing, which a lot of people do know, but talked about how 808s are hypnotizing like how mm-hmm. that they push a lot of like 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 not violence but like you know like tension and sexual like uh uh, uh tension like they're it's created to get that that certain vibration that frequency mm-hmm. out of you so there's songs like you know like a lot of people have spoken on this like there these tempos and different things are placed so people's fr- certain frequencies can get played with so that you can get attached to emotions why do you think that Things are everything with music, like you know, like you can hear a song that you heard when you were ten years old, and you're like, ah, oh, and it can bring you back to that moment. And I think that's the power of music. But they use that with the, uh, you know, lowering the frequencies of people to be able to push them. Because look at like how hip hop is now. Like when I was growing up, you know, there was always mainstream stuff. Listen to mainstream stuff, gangster rap, and then there was a lot of underground cats. 
And you could tell that people were just really being genuine. As as the 2000s kept pushing forward after the Soldier Boys and more and more, we saw more of this like hypnotic music. Like most of the music in the last five, I would say like maybe 10 years has been so hypnotic that it's put people in trances and put people like, yeah, like... And and it's all about depression, all about drugs, all about like and and, and I've done drugs and I've been depressed. But the, when you're constantly talking about that same thing over right. and over, and, over and, and you're, over. you're trying to reinforce something and you're trying to put something in people's head, and and why do you think so many people have mental Ill- like? Everybody does have something wrong with them, but like where they're honing in on these mental illnesses and now people are wearing them as a trophy. Like, oh man, I got this. I got like three mental illnesses. Instead of, <laughs> they're not doing anything to improve it. It's right? so true though. <laughs> it really is. And now it's like, and, and you got to find that balance with people because I don't try to like discount like sure. mental like stuff, but it just seems like the generation that's coming up now, it really is. It's like every single one of them claims mental health. And they also use it as an excuse to get out of shit, too. So it's like, it's this constant, and then you don't know, really, like, you start thinking, like, man, this is getting crazy, because I, I can't believe them. But then it's like, man, maybe they do. Like, maybe they all have mental, because it's like, they're training them through school. Exactly. And everything else that they feed them from, like, we talked about this last time you and I talked, like, these screens, man, they get sucked in with every bit of social media, because here's the thing. We talk about, you and I talked about last time how we needed to break away. Yeah. You need to break away throughout the week. You can't be stuck in that screen yeah. all the time, right? But these kids, man, they don't know that. So to them, that is life. That screen, those apps, all that stuff, man, it's how they communicate. It's how, And with what happened last year with the pandemic and shutting people up in their houses, they became even more dependent on 100%. the screen and more dependent on everything else. So even like even something normal that you would think about like playing PS5 or or Xbox, like that became a source of communication even more so between them and other people. So now like they're getting into this and now we're moving into what we talked about last time too, transhumanism, where now we're becoming more dependent on technology to connect us with other people. And then before you know it, it turns into something like black mirror. So we got like chips in our heads that we can rewind memories and all this stuff. Like everything's moving in a direction that's, that's not really going to be beneficial, but they're going to sell it as something beneficial. Kind of like Elon Musk, right? He's talking about, okay, like the, the chips, right? Because he, he showed the whole thing. Yeah, the, the Neuralink and all that, yeah. The Neuralink. He's selling it as like somebody that's, okay, that's uh, paralyzed, that can't move or can't speak. They're able to communicate with their loved ones. Well, that sounds pretty good, right? But what else is this being pushed to use, though? Because anytime they say one thing, man, they got a million other things they're sliding in the back door. Well, I was wondering, too, and I've heard a couple people float this out there, that maybe, like, you know, uh, the Astro World uh, Festival was maybe some kind of false flag for a couple reasons. One of the reasons I heard was people were saying, like, what if it's a push to be like, look how crazy it is, you know, all these uh, uh, concerts, man, you could get hurt. You know, it's more pushed for the metaverse, you know, uh, more pushed for us to be in this metaverse where they've already been selling tickets and other concerts on the metaverse. They're like, hey, your friend's at the concert. You can't go, man. Just hop on the metaverse. Don't worry about it, man. Like, and, right. I, and I think now with you have a safe place, man, you know, you won't have to worry about the people that are doing drugs. You won't have to worry about um all the, the the dangers that lie within a real show. And I think they really want us to be in this bubble, like bubble boy. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I don't, know, don't, right. don't get sick. Hey, don't go out there. You could get hurt. Like, that's going to be the next thing. Like, people are still like, I remember not as much as the people that I'm around right now, but still right. people are on edge. Like, whoa, like you're sick, man. Hey, like, I, like you know, you're going to get sick, man. 
Like, it's going to happen. I know that, like, this that whole 2020 got people even worried about being sick. Like, just like, oh, God, I think I got the flu. Like, yeah, you get the flu, man. Like, shit happens. Like, it's part of life. Like, and the hey, more man, you get it, the better. <laughs> During 2020, man, I was doing the complete opposite, bro. I was actually grabbing everything dirty I could. I was, like, grabbing every, like, bathroom door, every bathroom stall. I was, I was touching everything I could because I'm like, man, I'm trying to get all the stuff I can get, because that builds your immunities anyway, exactly. right? Exactly. So, so for me, I was actually going overboard where I was, like, grabbing and touching things because I'm like, because nobody else was, so they were sterilizing everything. So I'm like, man, I'm going to try to, like, get as much as I can because people are sterilizing everything and they don't realize what they're doing. Like, they're actually breaking their immune systems down to where they're not going to be able to combat, like, things exactly. that are going on out there. Whether And we're not even talking about just, like, C-19, bro, we're talking about just, like, regular stuff because everybody forgot that there's, like, I don't know, thousands of other illnesses out there off of this one, like, minutia thing that came out that barely, you know, we, we can go down that road all day. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like that was the thing for me. Like, I had to, I had to, you know, go overboard because I'm like, man, I want to keep my immune system up. I want to, like, take... I take vitamins. I do yep. things that take my that keep myself in a position to where I can combat what's going on. Now, am I not gonna? Am I always gonna stay like healthy and never get sick? Probably not. But is my body gonna be able to combat like what's going on? Yeah, but what me? will your sickness be compared to somebody else's? Like exactly. everybody at my work has been sick, and all my family, I I haven't even got sick. Like, you know, like not saying I won't get sick, but a lot of times mm -hmm. what happens to me is like when I feel something, I just up my vitamin C. Yeah. Like I just up my vitamin C and I try to like push it out of my system. Does it is it gonna get me never to be sick? No, but it's gonna make me not be sick as long. Like I'm gonna be right. it, it works for me. Like I said, like I'm not telling people to people could do whatever. They gotta find their own regimens because their own everybody's body's different. But this era now of people being afraid like i think they want us to be afraid of everything which all started with the 9-11 you know what i mean where hey these uh guys from across the uh the ocean they want to blow up america you know what everybody's like oh my god man <laughs> really and they're like yeah dude we gotta have to get a lot of money and go over there you cool with that and they're like yeah i'm totally <laughs> cool with that and and that was like some of the fear that we've been pushed on and then how many viruses have came out? Tons and since like West Nile, Zika, like we could go on forever about all of the um, uh, viruses that were being pushed and kind of getting us ready for this, right? But it was right. like the perfect storm at the right time when everybody was already had their screens for about 10 years. Like almost everybody has them now, right? It took longer because when the first smartphones, not everybody had a smartphone. People were reluctant to get one. And right. then they're like, ah, I get one. Now everybody's on smartphones. Everybody's on social media. And then this video comes out where people are just dropping like flies in China. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And people are like, man, I think this is the Black Plague. And you're like, fuck, I heard about that in history. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you, you got this image because I would say like that – first week or so it was kind of eerie it, it reminded yeah. me of 9-11 like obviously I knew it was coming man i said it like i remember when it started popping off in china and i i, I remember like telling some people close to me i'm like man i was like just get ready i was like this thing's about to get crazy and they were like ah oh, no nah, man it's not gonna happen yeah. I said, get ready i was like man listen give it like a couple months i said they're gonna be pushing masks over here i'm telling you now and dude i was calling stuff to where like friends that were like very skeptical now they come to me for like yeah, yeah. what's going on you know what i mean like because they seem like like as crazy as I, I i went with it they saw like like 
I was six months ahead, right? So, yeah, like, yeah. It, things that were going on, I would say, and then six months later, they were happening, and they were like, I was calling boosters, like, way back last year. I was like, yeah, man, that ain't going to be the last thing you got to take. They're going to start giving you See, I was way off because I wasn't even paying attention to anything. I was, like, done right. with the whole, like, because... I would tell oh, yeah, people. You said that last time. You I was like all that. about like you know Ron Paul was all against the Federal Reserve. I was Alex right. Jones like all like you know go uh uh go down the 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 list of like people you know like Jordan right. Maxwell. I was into all kinds of different shit like David Icke and listening to these people and like hearing different conspiracies and thinking how the world was. My thing has always been like the intelligence agencies. I believe they're a dangerous weapon, and they've been yeah. used time and time again. Not just our intelligence agencies, but all of them around the world. And I was just like tired of like right when I saw Trump, I felt like Trump was the same as Obama, where it was this wave of people that were like hoping this savior, this the idolization, whether it's a music person, a politician. I just it turns me away. from idolization, man. It turns me away from that because I feel like why do all these people just want to believe in this? You know what I mean? Like why? Why can't? And then once I can't question it, when I question it and they get mad, then I'm like, okay, we have a problem. We can't even have a discussion about things that I want to bring up. I like what you just said there because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna spin it off into something else too. Because you said a key phrase. You said they don't like when I question it. Well, I think it's funny because Anons hate when you question Trump, but then their whole their whole motto is question everything, right? So I always flip that back. I'm like, so you're gonna tell me you can't question who you consider like your leader or, or or whatever, but yet you say question everything. So you even have to question yourselves at that point, right? So that, that's the, the, the whole, and, and you and I can go down the cute the road all day. Cause I, we all know that's a psyop. up. So that's, that's yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. Like that, I think there's a lot of good people that follow it. Tons and, of good and, people. And I will say this about, about the Q movement is I'll give 65% of what they follow is spot on. Like sure. when you start going down like pizza gate and all that, man, they're on it, bro. Like they know. But when you start like getting into like Trump's a, tra- a time traveler and he was like, I think there's I different degrees though too of like anons. I think that there's right. like there's the Christianity branch that are like kind of like some of those people right. I believe are pushing like they want the end. You know, they want the end right. times. They want revelation. And I think there's a lot of anons that are conspiracy theorists like that have always been in this realm. And that since there is a lot of the plays that have played out, like right. and, and they are skeptical. Like I have a lot of friends that are skeptical. You know that are anons that they, they they can question. But I agree with you. And we're talking generalization as a whole of a movement. Yeah. That, yeah. that but that's with any movement. And I think there is, mm-hmm. like you said, great people. But to me, like Trump, like for, for instance, the infrastructure bill, right? Mm-hmm. Everything with infrastructure. Uh, conservatives were always against infrastructure. It was supposed to be like, hey, we're against infrastructure because we don't believe the federal government should be pushing everything. Trump's first day in office, he was already pushing. Uh, infrastructure like that this is he played it well though because he came out as like he really wasn't republican he just ran on that ticket he kind of sold people on that that he was against the swamp right that was kind of his whole thing and that's how he was able to slide stuff in that you didn't really realize that he was sliding in until years later like a lot of inons don't even know some of the stuff that he was passing and doing and they still don't know like you just saw him being this like personality and i'll say this about trump if anything he's a personality and he's very, very good at talking to people. Oh, and sure. People really worked up, and, and he does. So again, you know, and he and he had a lot of loopholes that a lot of people couldn't couldn't wrap their minds around. Right? He didn't have those like, at least overtly, 
uh, Masonic ties. He didn't have a lot of like uh, secret society ties that people really knew of. You know what I mean? There were things that he was able to stay kind of in his own, like even with like him hanging out with uh, uh, Epstein. Right. So even he was able to like slip through that whole mess because it was like, well, he was there once, but then he knew what was happening and he left. And there was a lot of things. There was things that were being able to explain away, but there's right, right. But there was a lot of connections that I still haven't got, uh, you know, for me, like his connection with the, the Rothschilds, you know, his all his kids went to Jesuit schools, like things like that. But to me, like, I already I mean, had my fi- me down when I say this, too, but <laughs> going to that point, too, with the yeah, because they try to shut us down. Yeah, time, no. but, uh, <laughs> I'm recording. Not, I got the audio, so we're good. At least that <laughs> the uh, the uh, the whole Zionist movement, man, he him and his dad have been like really deep with that man and we're talking about when we talk about zionist and like what's been connected with like you said you brought up the rothschilds and we start we start really the orsini family and we start really getting deep into like all of this the like you said the jesuits the jesuit order and everything else man you start really going down that path man and you start really realizing what's really pulling the strings here because at the end of the day man every president's been a puppet in some way so you just can't say that. I mean, think about it. our first president was a Freemason, and yeah. it was pretty open that he was. He 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 dressed. He had the apron on. He had these things. It, they did it a little more open back then. So, like to think that you know, oh, it's changed or whatever. Now, like, man, look, Trump was the perfect storm. You I put would, in you. you put I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> you put in Obama. You put in Obama, right? First black president that gets a certain amount of people worked up on both ends, right? You look like you're being progressive. You look like you're changing. Then you got the the white people that are mad. That, that well, see, like I, I want to say I think it was different, though, because a lot of people that have voted for Obama voted for Trump. So I felt like people thought maybe Obama's going to be the guy that's not establishment. And then that turned out to be like spitting your face that, like, whoa, they, we're comple- we were completely right. wrong about this. And like you said, it was the perfect storm because everybody was fed up with politics. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this country was fed up with politics. And then some guy goes, man, fuck you, motherfucker. Yes, you tell her, like, fuck Pelosi. Fuck, fuck. Like, it was like a wrestling match, you know, fuck you, fuck you. You know, and like someone just came in there and just started laying it down. And everybody's like, that's what I'm talking about. So people got right. caught up in that wind of like, man, finally someone speaking. I mean, It's like. You know, like when you're watching like a boxing, like, you know, before the boxing match, you know, the whole hype and you're like, I hate this guy. And when he gets knocked out, you're like, like everybody's rooting for Jake Paul to get knocked out. Like, really, you know what, what, I mean? like yeah. <laughs> really what it was, man, it was like when Trump came, when it, when it first started, the whole Trump thing happened. And I saw it, too, man. I, I actually started laughing. I remember when he said he was going to run for president. And I remember like he was just getting into like the primaries. Right. Like he was just like dabbling and he was doing, you know, do it like a lot of you know, debates and stuff, just to start with. I just, I even told some people, I was like, man, I got a feeling, man. It, it's, he's the perfect, perfect thing they need because he came in there big dick swinging, man. He would walk in, basically drop his pants, man, and just slap people in the face with it. And that's what people wanted at the time because yep. they were so sick of establishment. They wanted somebody that was like, what? That's the problem, right? That's why it's so easy to move people, man. You put the right person in the right place, and then they come out with this like persona. And then people don't realize that Trump's been an actor for years. Like the dude had his own show. Like the dude's been like he's he's a very intelligent person. 
and he's also a billionaire. So a couple things that are huge red flags are are those. Like you don't play in these arenas with these people, even from before, if they're not allowing you to play within that arena, right? People for some reason think that like Trump was like somehow making all this money and and, and being like, nope, nope, I got my like wall up. And when I well, I will around, say like I my home, the homie um James from We the People Radio. I'll give him a shout out because he did give me a, a very logical explanation of what mm-hmm. he feels. He feels that like uh, what they 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 come up, the conclusion of that he was really close with JFK Jr. and mm-hmm. that maybe JFK Jr. you know kind of told him like maybe they knew something that happened to his dad and that mm-hmm. that really pushed uh, you know like gave Trump the incentive to want to expose these people, which it, it, it right. but it's speculation, but it, it is a it, it is a logical something that I could like right. that I could like actually entertain. But mm-hmm. I'm with you because I'm like, so all of a sudden, a man that has never been a working class man, a man that has shorted the working class man time and time again on a lot of his projects. A Zionist. A Zionist. Uh, a, Jesuit, uh, a Jesuit school for all of his kids. Like, uh, he's like, what, Hillary's 10th cousin or something like He's part of that family tree of where all the presidents are related. It's just all these things fall into place. For me, they were all red flags. Like, that's, as soon as I seen that he was going to go for president, I, I was like, he's going to win. And and when I saw that, I was like, this is exactly like Obama. It reminded me of CIA 101. You create one opposing side, and now you right. got to create the other opposing side, and that's what they've done. And now we're oh, pitted yeah. against each other because you got – with Obama, they created – that with Soros and all them, they helped fund and push together that whole – Occupy movement, which kind of got out of control, but then they broke it up and they started using identity politics and push a lot of those progressive people and all the old liberal people out and and, and really get them to sides like, hey, you're Black Lives Matter. Hey, you're a libertarian. Hey, you're, you know, you're Antifa now. Hey, you're this. So Mm -hmm. everybody got in their place. And then that left the whole other side of the country where they're like, well, we got to rally these people up and all the other people that didn't fall for those categories we had. They had to get another polarizing figure, which they got. And like you said, he's very flamboyant. He's very um he's he could put a show on. He, he's gonna right. go out there, he's gonna make you laugh, he's gonna say some things that are gonna be controversial, and then he's gonna just that's how he did on the uh, on his campaign the first time. If you notice the second time, he was just like more like a politician, like ah, you know. And after after he lost, he was like, Yeah, like look what's gonna be in this bill. Why didn't you do that stuff when you were running? Because that's what made you win last time. So it was almost like in my in my eyes that he didn't want to win. Now, when we when we go for like when people go, I I can say yes, I believe that there's stuff that goes in in every election though. Every uh-huh. election is played with. They're, they're they're pushed around like vote. This is not the first time, and I understand that a lot of anons believe that this is how we expose. And I I don't think so because I think it just puts people's feet dug in the ground more because they're like, no no no, I'm on this side. I'm on this side. Right. Until you get that explosion that can get us to the Great Reset, to put people in the metaverse, to get this whole fourth industrial revolution that the uh the they wanna the douchebags in Davos wanna do. You know what I mean? The whole uh uh world economic forum, the these think tanks that are nudging us into these directions. And that's what I see because no politician on the left or the right, like major politician, is really talking about unity. It used to be at least you'd ring people in, you know, like, no, they keep pushing it farther and farther and farther. farther away. Well, and, and and this was, and man, I'm telling you, the Trump thing was smart in this aspect. So really 
you know, and, and it was it was kind of starting in the in the '90s a little bit where people were questioning the government more. You know what I mean? And then 2000 era started rolling, right? You know, 9/11 hit, and a lot of people bought into it. I did too. Like you know, it's really before like I was like really aware and awake, and you know, you don't know until you know. And then, but it was like people, a few years later, people started really like opening their minds, and then you got like what they then they start coming out with these like articles and these books like blasting conspiracy theorists and blasting people that critically think for themselves right so what they needed to do was somehow find a way to make conspiracy theorists want to vote make them want to follow somebody so who's more perfect than trump and then you create a movement called QAnon, and then before you know it and then you what you do is you put enough truth in there right a good bit too, a good chunk of truth and then you got about 30% of just a bunch of BS. So it makes them look, it makes anyone that questions authority, anyone that critically thinks look even crazier because of some of the absolute outlandish stuff that they put in there. So, and I'm willing to go as outlandish as most people, but what I'm saying is it's how they did it. It's how they created this like thing, this aura around Trump. So now you've got people like you and myself and, you know, that aren't on sides that critically think that have thought this way, but we get lumped in with that because it's like immediately get lumped into being like this and that, and we're not, and, and not, and, and and that's the thing. So, so for me, it's like, it's, it's so easy for uh, us to now, like you said, lump everybody into sides. Now we're all divided. And we're, even though there's people like you and me are fighting to not be divided, we're still getting divided. Yeah, like, they like I don't. Way, they found a loophole around. And I'm sure you've encountered this a lot. Like, if you don't want to wear a mask, like right away, if I didn't want to wear a mask, everybody's like, "Oh, Trump guy over here." Like, I, right away, like you know what I mean? Like immediately, like right. they they label me in that politics of like, and I'm like, you don't even know. just because I don't because I believe in freedom. So it's become like if you believe in freedom, you're a Trump guy. Now right. I've said this time and time again about like QAnon. Like to me, um. There's this thing that was like uh, Edward Griff, uh, G. Edward Griffin. Um, he, if you don't know who he is, uh, he wrote the book uh, uh, "Creature of Jekyll Isle," the the how the Federal Reserve was uh, created. He wrote an article. I in two- haven't. I haven't. Read got to read that. My mom actually bought it for me. It's That's a great book. I, man. I, I literally just got it. So, he wrote yeah. an article in 2003 about this dove of oneness. Dove of oneness was a similar like Q. It was a bunch of this mass emails and where they were saying they were the white hats and they were going to take over, like take back the government for the people. Mm-hmm. And there was going to be all this stuff like where we're going to set everything right. And it was these it's if you go and dig into what they were talking about there, it's the right. similar. It's it, the pattern is is so similar. And then when you right. look back at Cass Sunstein, I know I've, people that listen to this know that I've said this shit a lot of times, but Cass Sunstein, he worked under the Obama administration. He wrote a paper called Cognitive Infiltration, where he wanted to infiltrate 9-11 truth or movement uh, uh, online uh, groups. And he right. wanted to change what they thought. So he would put some information, disinformation, some good information. So you have so much information that, yeah, some of it's going to be right. So you're going to feel validated. But... Some of it's going to be wrong. So when you show it to somebody, you it's disinformation. Right. So right. It, it puts people into a corner. Like you said, they're painting everybody that if you question something, you're automatically this crazy kook that thinks the craziest thing. Or you're automatically to the farthest side. We're not going to listen to you. We're not even going to hear you out because you right. are going against the narrative. And we've learned and being conditioned that anybody that goes against the narrative 
is is wrong and and now it's become two sides and like i i think that more and more people are starting to break through with that um that they're seeing that the truth lies within us right like the people are the power but they need to know that like it's not just about like hey we got all the republicans you know like i always hear the republicans and the democrats talk about oh we got the majority of the country no you don't the majority of the country doesn't vote there's a huge chunk of the country that doesn't vote at all and not to mm-hmm. and if you include the independents, huge chunk still. Yeah, huge chunk still in one of a record like all these votes, a huge chunk still didn't vote. Plus, you got to uh, consider all the people that uh, like are independents and like you know third parties. So there's a huge chunk of the country that is not. So that you to say your majority is not true. It's an untrue statement because a lot of people have checked out because they don't see any use in voting anymore. They don't feel like we could vote our way out of this, and I don't think we can. I don't think there's a magic uh, person that's going to come and save. It's not the, the the thing to me that I've always preached on here is it's about us. We got to build. We don't. They can't build anything for us because we have to give them the money to build for us. So I we, mean, there is there there is a magic button. It's called Dominion, and they. Yeah. Get- and and i get it like i said like uh shout out to catalyst i see my homie uh white rabbit go check out his podcast like i know what he means because he's you know he's an anon and he's been on this and i and i understand that there's a lot of stuff that they have been proven right and i'm not and every time they are i say that that that's the truth but i still don't see any evidence to prove otherwise of this being a psyop and 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 to me and and I, maybe it's just that I can see it from the things that I've dug up, but like, right. wh- how is it so convenient that the guy that was in Obama's administration that writes a paper talking about infiltrating uh, 9-11 insider groups, and then we get this uh, mysterious Q guy that's supposed to have Q clearance that is supposedly telling us that he's going to save everything on like right. some random... Again, it's the idolization. Exactly. To, even though you don't know who it is, you're idolizing something, it, it's it's... You're following again. It's 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 too. You're, there's it's like the nons are so close. Like they're so close. And honestly, a lot of the nons, which is even crazier, is they've been conspiracy theorists for a exactly. long time. And they just it was like, you know what it was, man. It was like a breath of fresh air for them. It was. Like, well, it was oh like a God, win. It was like finally got them. a win. Yeah. Well, it's like like it's. I think. A lot of the allure, and maybe I would have fell into that if I was paying attention at the time, but at the time mm-hmm. I wasn't. I was just living my life. I unplugged completely, right, right. and I didn't even watch the news. So I think that what happened was it was finally getting victories, right? Like, people right. were talking about Epstein for years, like, years before, like, even, and then, boom, we got it. Everybody, finally, we got something that we could prove. Like, right. you know what I mean? And I think that we finally had, like, people had this in their face, and now there's all these evidence. And and to me, there, I think it's being played. I think it's like, I used to think it was AI, you know, like it was the AI, because all the stuff like Tyler, and then, like, you know, all the uh, AI that's been created to learn off somebody. Like, there's this app <laughs> that I've talked about a lot on here, too. It's called Replica. And in that, yeah, app, no, I know about that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, have you messed with it? Like, and then I haven't messed with it. I, I, think I did. Like, I'm like, man, I don't even. I had to, I had to do the experiment because I was like, I got if I'm gonna talk about, it, I got to see what it really is about. I get it. I get it. I, I, I'm just. But it's no, no. Trust me, I totally agree because it, I didn't even get that far on it. I got mine to like almost a level ten or maybe a level ten, and it yeah. was already kind of getting creepy. Where it was just like talking about like, hey, how are you, and getting attached. But it was learning off me. So imagine an AI that would have the ability to go through the whole internet. That one's in just a box, right? It can only learn what I teach it, but it can learn off people. And then I just always found it interesting that a lot of the Q theories all mend a lot of conspiracy 
theories together. And that's yeah, why yeah. I always thought like, man, it must be like some kind of AI because AI can't con- can't really comprehend everything that we're saying. So it mixes it up, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then I think it was hijacked by that. Uh, what's his name? That guy, Ron. I think Ron hijacked it. And I think that he's been riding it the, ever since. Like, I think it started off as some AI uh, intelligent agency thing because they needed to push us further apart because Absolutely. they already had the left wing going with the Antifa. They were already ready. Antifa and all those people were already like, yes, we got our Nazi, right? Like they, they're fascists. We got our Nazi. They Trump was a Nazi. His inauguration, they fucking trashed it. There was riots. There was protests. That's what really took the movement of Portland, that whole birth. Like now, now it's just a shithole. Um, of, of people that are just burning yeah, like, burning everything down. Washington states. Yeah. But at the same time, I will say it's also not as chaotic as people would like to make it seem because when I talk to people, they're like, yeah, you know, there's shit that goes on, but it's not what you hear on TV. It's amplified, just like anything. You know, right. they, they amplify it. Why? Because they want to get an emotional reaction. They don't right. want you to just be... It, when you're listening to like CNN, they, they they're trying to play both sides, right? They want to suck you in if you're on their team already, but they want to push you further to the other side if you're not on their team. It same works out. Yeah, same thing with Fox. All of them. Like it's the same concept. Because if you, I, I the Has favorite. Has anybody ever noticed between like Fox and CNN? I, I find it fascinating, and sometimes like, and I do encourage people to pay attention to mainstream media, though. You you need to. You need to know like what's being fed yes. to you. I, I know some people are like, I don't even watch the mainstream media. I was like, well, then you have no idea what's coming. Cause like you, you need to at least be aware of what they're selling. You know what I mean? Like I want to know what the, what the sellers, you know, the, what trinkets they're selling today. So I try to pay attention to what they're doing, but I love when like Fox and CNN go toe to toe, like you'll go to Fox and they will be bashing like two or three of, of the uh, guys from CNN and vice versa. And, and it's so funny, and people get so caught up in it. Oh, man. they're all worked up. Like, it, man, I, <laughs> I, man, I'm telling you, like, I know people personally, and I have to, like, like get really, like, try to straighten them out like, a little bit. Cause and it's people that are, again, real close to the truth. Yeah. And I'll be like, look, look what you're looking at. Like, yeah, I get it. Tucker Carlson's saying some true stuff here. But then you got to look at, like, the body work. And then you got to look at, like, what what's the game here? What's the... What's the button heads between the two sides? You gotta have two sides, man. It's it's important to keep us divided because if there's not two sides, man, we're gonna figure it out and be like, ah, uh, well, you know what? We're not the problem. Yeah, I know who is the fucking. So problem. they need to make you have an enemy. Like they go, hey, who's your enemy? It's not me. The it's not me. The 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 uh, Congress and Senate that all unanimously voted for. The biggest spending bill ever, that trans- the biggest transfer of wealth ever during a pandemic. You know what I mean? People forget about right. that. In March of April last year, there was the huge transfer of wealth, the biggest, largest in history that was unanimously voted for. There was one nay, one nay. And and not only was it unanimously voted for, but they they wanted to do one of those voice votes instead of a actual because then it's not on record. You can't say, oh, AOC voted for this, McConnell voted for this. You can't say that. Obviously they did, but it's not on paper for in in the future when people forget because so many so much news is put out there. You can't remember. I don't time. even remember it all. Like you know, I watch so much I news, but I do what you do. Like sometimes I do that. I flip from Fox and I go to CNN. Especially though, because within last year, I never have seen it in my life. Yeah, they took shots a little bit or kind of like. 
but now they just literally just like fuck this guy, man. He's a piece of shit. Like <laughs> they just talk shit, man. And 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 again, it's ex- the Trump effect where the same thing where they're like, yeah, get him, man. I hate Tucker. Yeah, fuck that guy. Like you know what I mean? They're like, we got him. Yeah, you you get him, Cuomo. And then Tucker comes oh, out. Brian says, Stelzer, man. They love <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. Dude, like they love that potato head. They love getting all over. I him. want to see Joe Rogan fight him, man. Dude is such a just. Piece of trash. Man. I want to see anyway. Joe Rogan fight fight uh everybody I'd seen him. Fuck suing him, fight him and put it in the ring. Old school <laughs> UFC style where it's like fucking you fight five people in one night. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> and then at the end he can end with Cuomo, you know what I mean? Because that'll probably be his biggest challenge. But I think he's just a big brute. He's not like uh uh I don't wouldn't say like a good fighter. Or I want to see him fight Jake Euchard, you know, the the young Turk fucking uh douchebag over there too that oh. called him. <laughs> Man, I would love hey, to see that. One of my favorites, though, and I'm not lying, like, I will say that, like, I don't vote, like, people know me that, they know I don't vote, I don't believe in the system, um, until the system it either corrects itself or it just goes up in flames, but uh, I, I didn't mind watching him melt down, like, when Trump won the election, oh, like, yeah. he was <laughs> melting down, like, it was like, oh my god, it was like, the Wicked Witch of the West, like, getting water on her, and he was just, like, just melting in the pool. Yeah, like. that's <laughs> I think we got a couple questions, man. Let's see what uh, uh we got in here in the questions. Let's... There we go. From Conserve, Conserve Reality. Have you guys ever looked into Comet Ping Pong in Washington, D.C., a pizza spot, or is it... Uh, is there more? I think that's it. But, yeah... No, yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely I mean. have. We, I looked into that, and and who knows how? Like, we know that like these pedophile rings exist. Like, that's one hundred percent sure. Like, oh, that's one thing that I loved about the Anons and 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 what they push is that they've brought to light and they've brought other people that were not pushing uh, uh, against this that that would, but they never had the opportunity now they have the opportunity to stand against this human trafficking which is the most lucrative crime in the world that that, that eight million eight million kids go missing a, a year globally man and, yeah. and nobody nobody talks about it and uh i'm not trying to do any self-promotion here but like on that great reject album i do a song called rose in the cage and it's about uh from the perspective of a kid who's been uh, taken, taken away, uh, who's been, uh, put into child slavery. So it was important to me to do something like that because I I think nobody talks about that stuff. And like, for me, it's, it's like, I I think there's so many layers of like what's going on out there, but I will say this about the Anons, man, they are vehement about that. And I'm very, very, very much with them on that. Like, and, and by far, and they were, huge in getting the stuff out about kind of ping pong and just pizza in general because people don't even understand well, like, even just all the symbols in general because a lot right. of the symbols i didn't know like because you don't know these things i'm not like digging into that in every like, kid show man like yes. every kid show uh if you if you ever notice like pizza like uh celebrities will talk about pizza a lot of times like on interviews and stuff i don't know if you ever watch like ellen DeGeneres yeah. or show she'll actually talk about like, oh, man, they had some great pizza over at George Clooney's house and whatever. And they'll laugh like they're not talking about pizza. Yeah. At all. Like they're not. And it's it's almost sickening when you listen to them talk about it. And it's like all these games that they play. Like you look at uh, Miley, Miley Cyrus, like dressed up like a pizza at one point. Um, and here's the crazy one, right? Macaulay Culkin was in a band that he came out with. And it was a pizza-based band. I don't know if you know about this. No. So, like, he actually, yeah. I cannot remember the name off the top of my head of the name of the band. 
but it was all pizza themed. Everything he did was pizza themed. And it's like, man, he's actually the product of what happens yeah. to kids in Hollywood. Like literally like what happens to kids and them getting ran through by like executives and everything else. And like what, look at like what he's become like because of that. Yeah. So yeah, man. And sh I, I, shedding all the light on like the Clinton foundation too, of what they did in Haiti and like all that stuff was also big. I, I think that like oh the Haiti thing I'm yeah. going hard man like I I do I actually uh, yeah I talk I talked a little bit about yeah. Haiti on that track you just played but yeah I I love I I really really get on the Haiti stuff because you know uh, I talk a lot about uh, Anthony Bourdain and when he was down there and what he saw was going on and how he was calling out the Clintons and we all know how that ended but like yeah I talk about a lot of that stuff man because there's so much going on like man those kids man like bro like. This has happened globally, yeah. and like it's sickening to me to watch people care about some of those trivial things in life, man. And we're talking about like kids who have innocence being taken yeah. from them, man. And like nobody cares, nobody gives a damn. And I'm like, people, like seriously, like that's one thing that I'm very like I, I got a, a a lot of like you know heart into when it comes to that because it, it's just it's not fair, man. They 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 had a life in front of them and it was taken yeah. for what? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really power, it, it, money, and everything else. Yeah. And, and the thing is that people like they, the human trafficking is not just uh, you know sl sex slave trafficking, which is a big part of it. But there's like a lot of slaves in the world. There's more slaves in the world now than there was when slavery what before slavery was abolished in America. That's what yeah. people don't realize is that there's even more slaves. Man, go to Africa, bro. Yeah, like and it, look at all the stuff that's going on there and all the genocide that goes on there, all that in Darfur, like all these places, man. It's sick, bro. It's sick. Like and, and they're the ones because they're stuck in their little bubble. And then for these electric cars to uh, dig up all this lithium, what do you think? Who do you think is going to do that? It's going to be slave labor. You already know, man. Like <laughs> that's the thing, and it's going to be kids too, man. It's not going to be just like oh, we got some adults out there doing it. You're going to yeah. have kids in there, all that stuff. I mean, it's. I love that whole. Uh, fake climate change shit where they're going to yeah. try to, you know, get, you know, electric cars and they're really going to be taking another resource, really an actual resource this time, not fake resource that they saved from before. So it's, it's, it's almost mind blowing, man. Yeah, like, get a, really get a little Greta for the climate change. <laughs> well, let's get to another question the homie white rabbit catalyst. What's up, man? He's got a, he said, what are your thoughts on project Veritas being rated by the FBI? Okay. So, I, I did check into this and, and I'm, man, I'm so on the fence with Project Veritas. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, it's one of those things that we talked about earlier and we we're talking about like truthers and then we were talking about where information comes from, right? So I question a lot of times Project Veritas just because they're so like in the mix, like yeah, all yeah. the time and they're just there. And it's like, it just seems convenient. And the rating seems very convenient it seems to really boost their profile because of like who they are and what they try to do. It seems to me like something like that would help them more than hurt them. Yeah. So uh, again, I, I, I can't speak on what it actually is. I can only say like my gut feeling when it comes to some of that stuff, only because I've followed project Veritas with a lot of things over, you know, the past year and a half and I've kind of watched how they've operated um, again, truth comes out of there, like for sure. And I think, you know, and I'm not saying they are, but just, I'm just saying good psyops, a lot of truth does come out of a good psyop. That's kind of the point, right? So, yeah. um, I don't, 
I don't know. And it could be legit, uh, but it just seems odd, right? Because it just, because man, when that raid happened, everybody was posting about it. Like, see, see, they're trying to get the truth out and they're doing this and they're stopping them. And it's like, Really? Like, is it? You got to question it. I'm not yeah, saying it, it's not true. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. Like, but and I like James O'Keefe a lot, man. And I, yeah, I, I'm a big I'm fan not, of his. I watch okay, a lot of his yeah. stuff. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. And, and he has exposed a lot of things. And, and I, uh-huh. and I get it. It's the same thing, like that. I get the feeling of when um that you see the big tech guys in front of the Senate, right? Like, right. It, it, it's just show you know like it's like okay right. cool yeah you don't do that anymore you get it and they're like oh, i get it man and they're like all right nothing right. happens though right like right, nothing right. happens positive for us like <laughs> out of the whole outcome like with the whole censorship like the more big tech goes to the senate the more we're censored you know what right. i mean like it's not like zuckerberg's Absolutely. not getting hurt N- nothing's happening to him so yeah i'm on the fence with james, o- james o'keefe too because he's a big player always on the Han- hannity show and hannity is compromised like a motherfucker. He has a CIA pin that he wears on every show. Like, you know what I mean? But, but I do I've think never that been you a should. Really good fan of his, oh, like, I because I, I know how he operates. Like, he's just CNN red, bro. Like, that's all he is. Like, mm-hmm. really, like he he really is. Like, he he's just the opposite of that, and he goes toe to toe with them all the time. Uh, his you know, and he pushes the vax hard too, bro. Like, yeah. So that's the other part of it too. I, I can't get into that. You know, and I get there's controlled opposition that doesn't push it, and yeah, you know, that's part of their whole game there too. But he he does such so out. But I think you like, what you said earlier is is right. Like, don't think like we don't have to go in there and thinking that they're controlled opposition. Like, keep that in your mind because you should have a healthy skepticism of anybody that's that we don't yeah. know personally. But take it as information because it's still information that we can use later on. Right. But I like this comment with this guy said, uh, this Matrix live Project Veritas is good for normies. It's conspiracy light. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's actually a really good way of putting it. Yeah, that's perfect. It does help guide people into yes. wanting to look at more things because they're able – the one thing they do well is, like, they're able to have these kind of undercover operations where they get people basically telling on themselves, right, or telling on the company. Yes. Which – that helps people see, hey, everything's not what it seems. Like, everything's not what it seems. So then you start digging a little deeper, right? That's kind of one of those seeds, right? They kind of drop seeds, and then it grows for people. So I, I, I do agree with that statement. I like it, too. <laughs> Conspiracy light. That's a good one. And, and, <laughs> and I think that, like, that's just how how it rolls with everything. You know, we have to be skeptical, and we have to critically think. And that's one thing a lot about the nons that I know that I do like, too, is like if you're willing to have a discussion, whether you're Mm -hmm. left, right, uh, whatever ideology you have, if you're not willing to have a discussion and you're not willing to be questioned on your beliefs without being offended or without like getting emotional where you can go, okay, I could kind of see that. And you're and you don't have to believe everything that the other person says, because you're supposed to take everything and get the information. And sometimes the information takes longer to seek into your head, right? Because you you believe something so much. And the more you invest time into something, the more likely you're not going to want to believe it, no matter what it Mm. is, because you subconsciously have put so much time and effort into this one thing. Like you could probably speak to this, like, when you're trying to get more music and you were trying to like get more into the Freemason stuff, all you could think about is getting that end goal, right? You didn't, you couldn't be bothered with anything else because you were like, no, 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 I got to get here. I got to get here. I don't care about this guy. I don't care about this guy. Now that you can back away and you're unplugged a little bit more, you're like, okay, I can still do this, but I can still 
entertain this thought, be here for my family, be over here for my friends. And you can div- right. divvy your time a little bit better. No, I totally, man, I totally agree with that statement too. Cause I mean, that consumed me, man, for a long time. Like really just that path, man. Like, cause I mean, it was, you know, and again, like, you know, I've got podcasts out there where I go in a little more detail about some of the Freemason stuff when I was involved with them. But like, you know, for me, it was, it's from, from my thing, you know, from my aspect, uh, you know, I, I was tapping into spaces that I hadn't been there before. So when you start doing that, you start opening your mind and then you get driven. Like you said, you start driving down this road of, I got to have this, I got to do this to get it. And I need to talk to these people. I need to do this. And your whole day is like consumed with that. And you become so consumed it, to the point to where uh, it, forget everything else and i had to i had to really like look deep you know as i was like and there were situations that and i think you know definitely on a spiritual level there were some people praying for me that got me kind of out of that yeah what i was going down for sure because there were situations that came along that didn't allow me really to be able to do you know what i wanted to do but um yeah i yeah, man, you can get so driven, you know, down these paths, man, and, and, and just lose focus of like who you are, lose focus of like your responsibilities, lose focus of just normal things in life, because, you know, this lifestyle or money and power becomes like a whole different, you know, just it, it becomes a whole different, you know, level up, essentially. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, it's hard to level up too, and like, we can constantly like we're going to constantly have different discussions and our minds are going to change because there's going to be new evidence or there's going to be um, new a new way to look at it. Right. The more perspective, we right. get, the more people we talk to, the better perspective we have on life. If you just talk right. to the same three people every day and they all agree with you, you're not going to grow right. much. But the more discussions we have against like, you know, people like me and you don't agree on everything. Like, I think the more people we have that we don't agree on, but we have good discussions and good yeah. civil discourse. Like that's, that's good. You know what I mean? Like that, that Man, that's, it, what's going to help us. Day, and I'm the first one to, and I'm the first, like I said, we've been talking about QAnon and like that movement and, you know, you can tell how I think about it. And I think you and I are similar on how we think about that and everything. But I will say this, though, I get along with all the nines a, a good bit. Like, a lot of them follow me. A lot of them, like... What's well, easier to talk I, to them than a lot of the far left? I'll tell you that. Well, I, and the thing is, like, generally speaking, like, they're pretty on point with a lot of stuff. So, like, like that part of it, at least we're in the same wheelhouse. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, we're, we're all, like, fighting the same, like, power. I may disagree with, like, following one man and, and idolizing one man. Or that's but, just the path they're taking. Yeah, for sure. Like, they have we, we just have different strategies. That's how I look at it. Like, right. their strategy is this one, and I don't, I don't subscribe to that, but we have the same end goal. You know what I mean? We we all want yeah, freedom. We're all about liberty. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. For real. That and that's what's cool is like that's what like a lot of the, my buddies that I talk to is we're on that level. We can have a debate about things we don't agree on. And right. on the left, and I think that's the problem with a lot of people on the left because they've pushed away libertarians. They've even pushed people. They pushed away true progressives. Like there's a lot of progressives like Jimmy Dore and other ones that they don't want. They don't want them in there because they're actually pushing against the establishment. Now, I don't agree with what Jimmy Dore, like, you know, he's a Medicare for all guy. I don't agree with that because I'm like, why give more power to the government? 
but he's always putting uh, uh, exposing elites, exposing like the establishment, and they don't like that. So a true right. a true progressive who he is, he's not allowed. You, you think AOC goes on his show, even though he helped push her to like you know get out to that audience, that progressive audience when she was a nobody. No, she has no. She would never dare, not one progressive in the progressive caucus would ever dare to go on his show. Why? Because he's going to push back. And they don't want yeah. pushback. I am noticing, though, more in the mainstream media, they are pushing back more on the left, more than they ever have. And I think it's kind of like a... I have to, man. Well, they're like, trying to stay alive, I think. I think that they can't, yeah. that the Trumpism well, is gone. CNS had some of the lowest ratings they've exactly. ever had, man, like ever. <laughs> and at the end of the day, man money still drives people right so it, if you start losing money you're gonna have to start playing up to people that are gonna exactly. pay you right so i mean that we're even seeing that with with uh with uh joe biden man how like they're turning on him right now and we knew all knew that was gonna happen but like it, it, you see that happening now because i mean I'll, I'll catch a CNN article here and there, and they're blasting them. And I'm like, man, yeah. like it's pretty, it's pretty bad, like how they're doing them already, man. We're not even a year in, and I mean, they would, they would light Trump up, but man, I mean, for them to like kind of like eat one of their own right now because they really don't have an option. Like, we all know, like Joe Biden is probably the absolute worst thing that's probably ever like been in presidency and we all know it was planned and all it was like whatever but at the end of the day like it, they did it as almost like a joke i feel like it was a joke essentially but it's become such a joke at this point that like everybody even outside the country is looking like man what the, what's going on here yeah. like seriously like and then what's the alternative you get him out of there and you put kamala in there like, yeah man, like, like you're like it's all and then if you take like if when you go down the line it gets worse and worse you're like man i don't even know like you're like <laughs> Hey, and here's the thing, too. People forget that Kamala, man, was like, honestly speaking, when you look at how she's done things in the past, man, she's super pro, like, cops, like, super pro, well, like, I think the thing that's cops. I mean, think about yeah. how she got off. Like, well, she, time. to me, she's uh, uh, very dangerous because she's one of those people, like uh, uh, Cole Powell, who is just uh, the, the worst yes man. The, the, the person that, it doesn't matter. Oh, are we doing this today? We're going far right. We're going far left. It don't matter to me. Like she's willing to play whatever role they want her to play, and she's cool with it. She's like whatever. Actress man, they're all actors. Yeah, they're all actors. Like AOC is definitely an actress. She was uh, the the people behind her. They actually did a casting call to uh, uh, ten thousand people when they picked her because you know she was well spoken as far as like she could read the scripts. Like if you see her off script, just like Greta Thunberg, when you see them off script, they're two totally different people. They can't. They they just go yeah, well you know stuff and things happen and you know well. And you're like, what is, they're not saying anything, you know, nothing's right. really being said. I think one of the most outrageous things that I heard, and I heard it today with Pete Buttigieg, uh, his infrastructure bill, and he was talking about that, like, you know, infrastructure was made racist. He was like, because the, the, the underpasses were made lower so that the buses for black and Puerto Rican people in New York couldn't go under. And I was like, wait a second, are you, like, you can need to show me that the white bus was tall, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I, I'm not saying, like, we know that racism exists. There's all kinds, and, and racism, I think, is the wrong word. I always say it all the time. It's prejudice, right? People have prejudice, prejudice. against each other, of which is not right, but it, it's human nature. And the more we talk, the more we have discussions like this, the more we connect, the more we are able to break those prejudice chains that people try to put us in, which the elites want to put us into. And, and, and that's just a bunch of bullshit. 
Uh, let's get no. to this question real quick. The puttering poet says, I hope I didn't say that right. <laughs> Where does crypt- <laughs> cryptocurrency come into play? What's your what's your thoughts on cryptocurrency? Well, I mean, you know, just like I am, like all money is going crypto. Like at some point, it's going to be digital money. Like everybody's going to have digital. I mean, they got to create a one world currency. So like, what's the easiest way to do that? Start introducing like crypto. I mean, they've been doing it for a while. I mean, it's all moving. And when you start looking at stuff like XRP, which is like going to be the movement of the currency, which I know... If I'm correct, England's already implemented it. It's like their sole like movement for that. It's already being used in China. So and like, I think like, was it Greece or dang, oh man, no. El Salvador. El Salvador is now Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin is their yes. official um uh tender, you know, it's Bitcoin. Yeah. So when you start looking at like what they're about to do, because you know, uh and I followed the XRP train for a while, like they're making it to where that everything is going to be connected. So like your bank account, your credit lines, everything's going to be connected within this movement. So actually you even like you say the U S dollar, which, you know, really isn't anything. So like say the U S dollar, it can move in and out of these currencies. Right. So you can, well, move per, the petrodollar through- is like the dollar of the world right now. Right. And I right. think that everybody knows that it's about to burst and everybody's looking for the replacement and, and, yeah. and, and they're playing with all these other current cryptocurrencies to like dabble them out there and, and mm-hmm. get people used to it. Cause it's the push for the, tw- the ID 2020, you know, the digital uh, ID, which is coming with these uh, vaccine passports is to push yeah. these digital IDs. That's how they started, man. They got and to get us got- into the metaphor. Like to me, like to get into the metaverse that Nike has already patented all of their shoes and all of their gear and their logo for uh, digital like NFTs. The NFTs are to get people in because people are going to be like, oh, man, I got to get my Jordans. Like it's going to they've been conditioning people with these two K's and all that where people are spending money, real money to buy a digital shoe, a digital right. shirt, and so they can look nice in the metaverse. And I think yeah. like all those dystopian movies we watched are, are really coming out to play. No, I, I totally agree with that, man. I mean, you you went there with the uh, <laughs> with the VC, man. Like, I'm going to spend this X amount of VC on these shoes when I'm playing, you know, street ball, whatever. <laughs> and for you know it, but what's going to happen, though, when it gets to the point to where, like, you literally are in the metaverse and then you're buying clothes for yourself in the metaverse and you're meeting with people in the metaverse, you're not even going to meet with people, like, physically anymore, man. And all that stuff needs to be, you know, those meeting people in person, connecting with people, like that's important for humanity, like to survive really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, you can survive in the matrix essentially, like because of, you know, they give you the right things that you need to physically survive something you can't, but like for, you know, for us not to be totally consumed by AI and totally consumed by whoever's controlling those things, um, yeah, man, we've got to keep connecting with each other. Like, use social media and use these tools as a as a as a jumping off point for sure. I mean, you know, we're using that now. We're getting truth out now. You and I are talking right now. We're connecting. We're sharing ideas. Those are important things. But you can't you can't get make that your only thing. Yeah, you got to get out in the real world, man. Yeah, and and real life experiences. And if you don't have a lot of friends, the ones you do have in the family you have, like. Or whatever circle, what you consider family, the good people around you, you got to be around them as much as possible because 
you're right. A lot of what happens is is to anybody with, especially within truth world, the truth world is that you know there's a lot of bad negativity that you watch, and not necessarily that you subscribe to that negativity, but even just like my daughter was talking about watching like a lot of the Astro World videos, and it's kind of freaked her out. You know, like it it, it it gets you that bad vibe, and you got to get away from it. Like you said, it's not always easy because it does come become an addiction. Where like even me sometimes like we're especially when you start posting a lot and you want to like you know you want to get things out to people and, and sometimes i gotta fall back like you know what i don't i don't have to get all the information out let me just wait a little bit it's okay now i'm waiting a little bit more like so i can get so i don't jump the gun right so i can right. go what is really happening let me sit back see all the videos see everybody else's analy- you know analyze uh analyzing these events and then right. come to my conclusion of what i think may be happening and and also, don't be cemented in it. Don't be rooted into an idea like, oh, it has to be this because it may not. And it's OK right. for you to be wrong because we're all going to be wrong time and time again. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you got to be open to being wrong, too. Yes. You can't sit here and act like you know everything, especially not in this world. 100%. Like, it just can't happen. You're going to be wrong. And honestly, you should want to be proven wrong so you learn you're growing evolving as a human being um i I try to stay with the most open mind possible with when it comes to what's going on in the world how people react what you know how we connect because that's important because if we lose that part of like evolving our minds and connecting with people then you're right man that's when we're just really just in the metaverse at that point and we're done like yeah and we can't and and that's what it feels like it feels like they're pushing us to be and build our own matrix right our our own Mm -hmm. prison and we don't want to be in that prison and i think that uh it's nice to see that there is a lot more people that are willing to push it further because i've like i said uh, regardless of people's beliefs a lot of the people i follow i have a luxury of a lot of people that follow me and and we all don't agree, but we're willing to have discussions for the most part. Like, is there sometimes right. people that come and say negative stuff? But for the most part, it's good conversations. I see people going back and forth and trying right. to, like, come to conclusions. And people would, like, talk it out with me. They'll be like, hey, you know, I don't really agree with you on this. But why do you think that? And, and I love that because it's not about – oh, I went blind for a second. It, it, uh, it's not about you agreeing with yeah. me, but I like that you're willing to hear me out and why I think this way. And then you can now right. you can have an understanding how I came to that conclusion. And maybe if your conclusion's different, maybe now that you understanding me, you might be able to tell me a, a, a easier way to break down what you mean. And now I can understand it way much more simply. No, I totally agree, man. I, I think it's uh, when you when you start boxing yourself in and you say like, "Well, I'm this is how I think," and I'm not going to open up to anything else. Um, other ideas, then you really stop growing at that point. You know what I mean? Like you did. And I'm not saying that there's certain levels of like, okay, like I know this is wrong. I'm not doing this. Like I get that. But I just mean in a sense of learning more and being able to listen to other people. Even if, listen, if I can sit down with somebody and even if what they're saying to me, I disagree with, right? It doesn't mean that I hate them. That's, I think that's something we're losing right now, man. Like people hate each other over a comment, hate yeah. each other over something they said. People hate each other over a t-shirt. They'll see, they'll see a t-shirt with something on it. Like let's go Brandon or something, man. Yeah. And people are losing their minds. Yeah. I'm like, seriously, like it, it's getting to the point where, you know, nobody can interact with each other. And it, that's also part of pushing us to the metaverse like that's part of pushing us there because if we can't react with each other just normal social situations you know might as well just 
hang it up, man. Just give me my goggles. Yeah. Ready Player One it, and I'm just gonna be gone from this earth. Like I'm just gonna like create my own reality and that's what they're selling man they're selling you to create your own reality that you'll be happy in because you created it yeah exactly i agree 100 man well look i think i'm gonna wrap it up my phone's about to die and everything but oh, uh, good, man. but like man great conversation you know we're, we'll definitely have to do this again man can you tell everybody you know your plugs podcast music where everybody can go check out your stuff yeah. like uh, when i post this i'll tag you and everything too Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, if you're following here on IG right now, so you can go straight to my IG, uh, van underscore Tesla double underscore. Uh, that's the movement. Um, it's based around uh, Van Gogh and uh, Tesla. Everybody knows kind of those two guys and, and what they were trying to push as far as like breaking the mold. So that's where all that's uh, done from. If you want to catch the music, Go there, go to the link tree. Everything's there. All my podcasts that I've been on, uh, everything, you can catch it all right there. So it's, it's pretty easy to find. If you're just looking for it on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, just type in Joel Thomas. Uh, it'll all pop up. It's all right there. Yeah, and then, you know, check out us uh, on Spotify, uh, Apple, all the streaming service, uh, Kill the Mockingbirds. And don't forget to check out Dystopian Paradise, Sean Chris on all streaming platforms as well. You might want to check out Mockingbird Massacre. That's one of the uh, songs that we play. You know, this is a great uh, little conversation we had, Joel. And uh, I'm going to end off with uh, your song, Van Tesla, that flow ride. Let's we can hear all that out. You know what I mean? And like I said, we got to do this again. Appreciate it. You know how we do it. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. All right, we out. <laughs> Should 
I get a moon house? Besides my home itself, as a society, I should move up a variety, keep me in a loop now. No nicotine, slice my stomach like a guillotine. And alcohol is anxiety's evil withdrawal. I told you I go deeper than Malcolm and I reside. I flex my arm, give him a wink, and I proceed to pray to God. I am drill. It's just a trap, it's just a seal. Your teeth shining like a train. All the rims on your wheel. And you ain't got time. But your smile look good. But your smile look good. The government lost their shit, I'm not taking that vaccine. Oh, they in love with shooting us up, emphasis on the magazine. In a fully loaded clip, I might just cop one in quarantine. You move a little different if you peep what I foreseen. Let's teach the police to apprehend us without foreseeing. Or maybe I'm foreseeing one hell of a false dream. Polluting our bloodstream to push them all upstream. Can't pull the wool over my eyes, don't see no sheeps in my dreams. Trying to break from them chains, but punching that clock is like modern day slaves. How much is to pay when all of your time get taken away? Ernest call hit the trilly. I ain't talking about yoga, I'm stretching these pennies. Uncle said hit the O. Oh, bro. Yeah. COVID came from the lab okay. Don't let them lie to you, you going out bad okay. You catch me outside, uh-huh. with a middle finger I give a fuck about a mask okay. Dr. Fassi be bullshit, uh-huh. got a bio degree I was sitting in class Dr. Fassi be bullshit, got a bio degree I was sitting in class your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.